This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Good evening, everyone. We are the Tilton Talk Show, sponsored by Small Affordable Cars. And for the first time... We are exclusively live from so-called studios in Acox Green. I'm joined on stage by Craig Courtney. Good evening, everyone. Who are you? Claire Giblin. Good evening. Mr. Roadmark Adams. Hello, everyone. Chris Brown. Yay! And on Zoom, Mark Meredith. Evening all. And the chairman, Alan Watton. Good evening, everybody. So blues. We should call ourselves the Magnificent Seven now. The Magnificent yeah. Seven, absolutely, oh, yeah. So uh, a defeat in uh, Suffolk on Saturday, Claire, and not a bad performance overall, but just a bit sloppy for their goals, weren't we? I thought we were awful. I'm Did not you? Going really? To yeah. um, I generally thought we weren't good enough. Um, we were a little nervous about the whole game. No problem, just answer the phone during it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I generally thought that we looked nervous playing against them. I think that we, we you know, we've, we've just won two games on the bounce and I just thought that we couldn't pass, we couldn't pass the ball at all. Mm. Um, I think Miyoshi had his worst game for us for a long time. Um, when we created, we created, but I, I didn't think we were great. We scored the goal, which was a brilliant goal yeah. by JJ, but their goals were just really sloppy. And I think Sanderson looked, you could tell he'd been out for a few weeks. Um, he wasn't strong enough, hmm. but it was a good atmosphere. I think, you know, we, we could have got something from it, but we move on to Saturday, really. Yeah. Good I think enough. we need a, we're lacking that leader on the field for me, I think. And yeah. I've said before, like, you know, my first, target in the summer would be someone like Conor Cody from Leicester mm. obviously they're going up he's not getting their team in the championship and I think he'd be perfect for us if he came to us he wouldn't have to relocate and yeah. uh, he's a leader on the field and he? he did it for Wolves and he's playing for England a few years ago so he's only 31 is he 31 32 yeah I think mm. we miss we miss Billick big time yeah um I was very shocked about these subs as well I don't think the subs were the subs are really odd um to take off two centre midfielders been Sunji Khan then we went in a three Mm. And we just looked a bit disorientated. And Dembele, uh, he, uh, like everybody was saying, he's very, very lazy. 
So I think that, you know, he needs to start running back and Laird had two or three on him each time and that's where two of their goals came from. Mm. Rope? Yeah, pretty much what Claire said. Um, I'm going to the bar now. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, we've gone back to um, to how we were a few weeks ago. Um, we've just got no leadership at all and all of a sudden we're back in trouble. Um, I still think we'll stay up. Yeah, I, think, I think the winnable games are to come. But... Um, I don't like saying a free hit, but that, you know, Saturday was, well, it's kind of expected, if I'm honest. But mm. having said that, you know, we're in a fight again. Um, and 17th place beckons, unless we get this lead, you know, this um, this leader on the pitch, like you mentioned a minute ago. Um, we just haven't got that sort of personality, that sort of character. No. And it's it's telling now at the, the wrong part of the season. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's get the chairman's thoughts. Where are you, mate? Can't see you now. Hello. Hello. Is he in a cupboard? He's <laughs> <laughs> here. Can nobody see my ugly mug? Yeah, we can see it now. We've got you there. Okay. Well, I, 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 a bit more positive than uh, Claire. I, I, I thought we, we did well to battle through the real hasting we took for 25 minutes. Uh, I, I was pleased that we, we saw that out. Um, their first goal was, uh, yeah, it wasn't work for, was it? It was a weak shot that bloke got a foot to and it went in the other corner. I think we scored a wonderful goal and for the next period of the game, shall we say, till probably they scored, I felt confident that they'd shot their bolts. They, they, they didn't look as inventive as they had done. We got hold of everything. We were on the front foot. And I certainly didn't expect us to lose uh, and fancied us to win. Mm. But then this, it's very difficult to criticise the substitutions because two weeks previously we've, we've made that change and it's worked wonderfully. But this time it didn't. Mm. And Dembele particularly, I wouldn't say he was lazy. I thought he was comatose. Um, <laughs> the, the, the bloke running past him for the goal, what was he thinking? Uh, and suddenly we find us behind and we, we, we suddenly lost that look of, well, we're going to get something out of this. We just didn't look like getting anything out of it after that. And, and we, we finished up with sending, we, we, taking two defenders off. We were virtually one at the back by then. And, and of course, they scored easily, uh, which was a bit disappointing, I, I, you know. If we if we'd have stayed at two one, we 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 could have been saying, well, we were a bit of luck, but that was awful. That was shocking. Um, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know with this free hit. I think every game we play, whoever we play, we are capable or should be capable of, of getting something out of it. Uh, you know, if if switch are the top of the, you know, if if switch are the top of the, you know, if, if switch the, hello? Uh, yeah, if switch the top, top, top of the second bunch of promotion hopefuls, and they're probably better now being better than whoever's, uh, set, uh, whoever else is in that top six or seven. But um, to me, they're miles behind the top three. And having said that, Seth, they managed to get beat by Huddersfield Saturday. So what am I, what am I saying? Um, but I, I, I think we should not be thinking in terms of free hits 
this is this is opportunity. Every game is an opportunity to get something. Uh, but we move on to Saturday, and I think we'll we'll be like we were the previous two Saturdays. Hopefully, yeah. I, I agree with you, though, Claire, on the subs. I think the subs changed the game when he made those changes. You yeah, know, when I just we didn't understand them. No. I no idea what was going on. Like, yeah. he took... I, I don't think Sung Ho had his best game for us, but then we were really, really defensive. I think, you know, they came at us and they had a game plan. Everything went through their number five and Kiefer Moore, everything went through him. I think you said it on um, your thing, Craig, as well, that everything went through the big man at top, goes wide and then came back in. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Think we played well. Mm. And I believe congratulations is in order, Claire. Um, yeah, thank you. Anyone who doesn't know Claire and Holly, Holly's in the room as well. Got engaged yesterday, so big round of applause. Thank you. So, with your parents in the room, Mr. Meredith, we better come to you next, mate. Yeah, oh, do we oh. have to? yeah. <laughs> you on your best behaviour. Yeah. I'm trying to be. I'm, I'm just. I'm keep smiling. I changed my background so they don't know where I am. <laughs> <laughs> now listen I agree with you guys I, I was coaching Saturday morning so I only got in just before half time and I, I seen JJ's goal which was, was a great goal great team goal great finish um, and I was really hoping with it being so close to half time that would give us the push and the momentum going into the second half but it just didn't feel like that I came back out and looked sluggish again uh, for me um, then substitutes didn't really help and I expected Ipswich to go and score second, and then obviously they did get the third right at the end. Um, so it was it was diff it was a difficult result to take, and it was a it was a hard Saturday because it seemed like everybody else around us uh, had won. So it drags us back down to where we don't want to be. Um, and you know it's it's been a roller coaster the last couple of weeks. We we win one. And teams around us don't win and we get that point gap and then we lose one and they seem to win and it's back down again. And, you know, it's it's the typical roller coaster of Birmingham City, isn't it? We we start the season with John Eustace in charge. Um, he goes, we have a, obviously a disastrous period under Wayne Rooney. He goes, Mowbray comes in, um, looks to have upped everything and then unfortunately gets sick, which obviously I wish him all the best with that. Yeah. And then you've got Mark Venus in charge. So it's four different faces in the space of, you know, eight months, nine months. It, it's a roller coaster for everybody involved. Yeah, absolutely. Craig? Hmm. I think what I, what I saw of the game was that the, the substitutions, not only for them, but for us, made the difference. Um, we were weak off the bench, whereas, as predicted by the guy from Ipswich, they would swap their front partnership to continue the attacks. And that's exactly what was seen and it doesn't it never changes with Ipswich so the only thing for me was Venus may have let himself down a little bit there if he was the person picking the team and looking at what was going on and perhaps we should have been more focused on those front players saying that great goal by JJ yet again yeah. um, to bring us back into it but he's got to continue moving forwards and hey we've, we've just made another million pounds uh, when it comes to selling him so um also, just got to say a few things off the uh, the message board. We are monitoring them as we go along. So, uh, Nigel Manners said, congratulations, Claire Giblin. Membership is free, but it costs you a fortune when you're married. You're welcome. <laughs> um, Benji has also said, congratulations. Uh, we've also had Bill Mintz saying exactly the same thing. Um, and Mark Lightwood has said, we were very poor at the weekend. 
is it also me or are we not realising and releasing the ball quick enough? 100% agree with Claire and congratulations. Very busy. Can't lot of people agree with me, Craig. No. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Some, somebody's got to. Holly doesn't. Alan disagrees because he's not here in person. You say <laughs> we're all agreeing with you. Because what's that next to you? <laughs> Anyone in the audience want to give us any thoughts or ask any questions? Yeah, just shout up if you like. I agree with Claire. <laughs> 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 so, so Mum, anyone got any thoughts on the game Saturday at all? No. Just don't pass pass the ball. There's no, there doesn't seem to be a concession with the team. It seems mm. to be a lack of, as you said, that leadership, but within the team, yeah. it doesn't seem mm. to be, you know, one for all and that type of environment. You don't need you, the people don't know where the next person is running. No, they don't. They're not going. I know you're going to make that run, so I'm just going to pass it there. Mm. They've got that off the ball thinking, no. off the ball running. They've not got that commodity as, the, as a team, and I think that's what's letting them down. I don't know if they need to put points outside to work on their team morale. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've definitely got quality in the team, no doubt. But mm. you know, whether we've got, if the ambition next season is to try and push on, I think we'll stay up. I'm not going to talk yeah. as yeah, yeah, I think we'll stay up. Um, and let's all assume we're going to stay up. Then mm. in the summer, I think you know we do need a big rebuild. But it's not all going to happen in one window, is it? No. So we need yeah. to be patient and. Um, I said last night, you know, the, the, the foundations of the cake are there. It's all there. Mm. It just needs to, got to be patient for the cherry to go on the top, haven't we, I think? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> you know? um, yeah. One thing I do want to say about the weekend is um, fair play to um, Punjabi Blues and Hollywood Monster as well for the banner. Um, I think mm, they yeah. did a really, really good job. Oh, yeah. um, thank you, Suck, for asking me and my mum and Lindsay and Terry told it up with him as well. Mm. Um, I think the Ipswich fans are brilliant when, yeah. you know, they were clapping it as well. Um, so they did a really, really good job. Yeah, well, that was good to see as well. Yeah, and, and at Middlesbrough as well, they had a good yeah. tribute to Tony. Quite a few clubs have well. had a, a, yeah, a, yeah, a, a yeah. tribute, so yeah. Yeah, let's hope we see him back on the touchline in six weeks rather than Absolutely, we are going to miss him. And I think, you know, the players have now got to play for him. I don't, obviously, it is. I think it's worse for you, to be honest. Um, Do you think, yeah? Yeah, I think if you've got so many clubs saying get well soon, I think they... You know, mm. people are going to know more than they're going to let on. Um, I just think that, you know, we need to get used to it. But I think the players are a bit shell-shocked on Saturday. Mm. And they were looking for somebody. Mm. So, hopefully, you know, we've got to beat all those around us now. Yeah, definitely. He's well-loved, isn't he, Tony? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, he's never done a bad job anywhere, has he? No, no. But even as a player as well, he was loved wherever he played as well, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, you're going back to his playing career. Mm. Um I do remember him playing against us a few times as well when he was Ipswich. Ipswich, yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, what, what's bugging me is all the people asking, you know, what's wrong with him? I don't know. Don't, Nobody knows. Don't Nobody knows. knows. We, we don't need to know. But they put a time frame of it, which is what gives me more more hope. Yeah. Six straight weeks. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't put a time frame on something if you wasn't. If it was sinister. Sure, mm. Especially something mm. like that. So yeah. You know. Like I say, we're we're flat as fans, so other players must feel, you know. Yeah. It must be worse for them, but. You know, we, we do miss him already because he's just loved mm. completely. He's like he's been here yeah. for years, yeah. which is a good sign. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely. Yeah. I wish I had that. <laughs> <laughs> You've still got no friends. Who said that? Going home. So, yeah, but, you know, we've, we've, won, we've won two out of the last three. Let's look at it that way. Yeah. I don't know, obviously, the other two are with Tony there, but, mm. you know, moving forwards now, I'm sure Tony's still in touch with them and, 
he'll be you know calling in via video when he and chatting to him and stuff. Yeah, he's, still, he's still communicating. So mm. if it was really that bad, yeah, I don't mm. think he'd be doing he'd that. Have would no either. At all, yeah. So let's hope it's nothing too sinister and he's, he's back soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, we've just got to get through the games without him, haven't we? Yeah, yeah I, think, I, think, I think we will do. Um, I think the game against Southampton, obviously they lost against Millwall and all the results went against us the weekend. I mean, if you put a bet on that at the weekend, you would have won some serious money. Mm. Um, I think against Southampton... They've obviously lost through in the bounce, so it's obvious that they're probably going to beat us on Saturday, isn't it, really? Because that's <laughs> what normally happens. But we've got to beat... It's the Millwall game, the QPR game, the Rotherham, the Rotherham game. Mm. We've got to beat them and then get something mm. yeah, against Middlesbrough. Yeah. So mm. I, can't, I, I can't see us going down, but it makes you a bit nervous. So you're constantly looking over the shoulder. We yeah. only need to win two or three. We need to literally win those three games out of those and we'll be fine. Yeah, mm. yeah. March is a massive month for us, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. We've got about seven or, seven or eight games in a month, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. In March. big month. So, yeah. Yeah. Did women play this week, Craig? Uh, we didn't have a game, no. It was International Week. Um, it's quite a few turned out, though, for the uh, the international sides. Um, but there's a lot to upcome over the next few weeks, um, starting this weekend. Um, so, again, really big teams uh, coming to St Andrews. There's some big games that are upcoming as well. So, as always, I say, you know, get there to support the ladies as much as possible. We're, any season ticket holders getting for free, we have tickets via the show, so please give us a shout and we'll sort people out. You know, the, the more people, the better it is. We are working to get Darren and the team, uh, or some of the team, onto the show as well uh, before the upcoming games, which will be great to help promote what's going on um, and hopefully draw in an extra few fans that are, that are coming to the ground. But some feedback from the last game was that we gave tickets to uh, a gentleman whose son has uh, some learning difficulties and actually it's the first chance he's had to go to a football game because of basically a smaller crowd, not being too loud and having the ability to go. He's gone, thoroughly enjoyed it, stayed afterwards, met the players, had his photograph, signed a few things and now all he keeps on asking is, when are we going back? So this is the, this is the thing that we want everybody to do is... Come along, support the ladies. It's a totally different atmosphere. It's a totally different experience. But it's one for the families and one for the kids that they won't forget because they do get a chance to interact. Uh, and Daz and the team do a fantastic job of that. So uh, we'll get them on to talk about it more. Some upcoming big, big games. Uh, and hopefully, like I say, before the next home game, we'll have them on. Mm. I'm also looking forward to a week on Thursday on this very stage with Paul Robinson and Michael Morrison oh, so okay. if anyone we're doing the captain's night here um, if anyone would like to join me for that then speak to Dennis at the back um, while you're here about tickets for that as well uh, live Q&A with Paul Robinson and Michael Morrison and anyone listening in as well you can get tickets online as well so uh, I'm looking forward to that and just to give you all a little preview <laughs> I've got the who lined up as you can imagine no, well done. And um, these players play... Well, this player... I'm only going to play one. But this player played with Paul Robinson and Michael Morrison. Can you guess who it is? This wasn't in rehearsal. I know it wasn't. <laughs> That's why it's we going to go wrong. Oh, no, we haven't really been there. That's, going on. That's yeah, probably one. This... What's that? Cardi Allen. One job he had. What kind of player are you? Um... I like to be attacking-minded. Uh, I like to get forward a lot, take players on, and, and score goals. Really. Ooh. Any ideas? Shout up if you know. 
Pennant. Jay Adams. Nope. No. Not Pennant. They didn't play with Morrow or Robert. I Robert. don't know. Is this him? No. <laughs> Mark just said Shay Adams. Who said that? Has he got it? He's too good at this. <laughs> you bar. No, sorry, Paul. That's all right, mate. You was right, though, anyway. Yeah, thank you. And that's the end of that one, then. <laughs> hey. This is what happens when you rehearse thinking, oh, everyone's going to get involved, and then he just pipes yeah. up, and then that's it. It's like a machine, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That, he couldn't have even Googled that. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, cheers, Mark. Everyone's oh, gone to the bar now. Oh, I know, yeah. <laughs> I was hoping that was going to kill ten minutes, Mark. Homie <laughs> <laughs> oh, should have cued me in. Yeah. I know, yeah. Uh, Nigel Mann says, who would we be going to sign in the summer and who's going, think? Half the team's leaving, aren't they? I think so, yeah. I think there'll um, be a lot going. Which, good. Some of them, mm. I'll drive them to wherever their <laughs> next destination's going to go. I think the likes of, I mean, would we keep Juki for another season? I know I he's, would. Would you? Who showed that? Mm. Two, no. Would you keep him in a coaching capacity? No? No, let him move on. Yeah. Yeah, I think if he wants to play regularly, he needs to, but I'd definitely love to see him back at the Blues in some sort of capacity in the future, though. Because mm. he's been a legend, hasn't he? But, mm. Well, it could be a striker coach, could be a manager, who knows? He's definitely got the right credentials to be a manager, I think. Who would you buy instead, then? Who would you get instead? So who would you swap him with? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's right. Because by all accounts, there will be money to spend. Yeah. But that's the thing, we've said it on the show, haven't we? <clears throat> a lot of people think we've got millions and millions to spend. It's not going to be like that, is it? We'll spend well, but we're not going to spend millions, are we? Well, the thing is, we can only work to FFP yeah. regulations, can't we? Yeah. Um, which limits to what, what we can spend, so... So we're not going to go out and do a forest and, you know, spend trillions. No. But, um, yeah. Well, other players' <laughs> contracts up. Mark Roberts. Anyone keep Mark Roberts? Well, I reckon you've got at least 100000 a week just on wages freed up. Yeah. So... Mm -hmm. If they all go. And the rest of it, do you do, know what I mean? Do you think they'll all go, Claire? Do you think any of them will stay? Um, some of them, I hope not, but I think... <laughs> Anyone you want to stay? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ruddy would be good to stay as like a backup. Yeah. But I would definitely buy, um, or even go in for either the Wigan goalkeeper or the Sheffield Wednesday one. Beedle, um, yeah. Yeah, I thought that they were really, really good against us. And they're young as well. We need to go for like young young yeah. players mm. you know 20 to 25 so that they can actually have a few seasons with us and then you can sell them on for a bit of money yeah. we're quite good at doing that mm. um like you know with some of the loan players now would you sign some of them or i'd, I'd keep this out i like i like him a mm. lot i think he's uh going going forwards he is phenomenal and he's got such an eye for a pass that mm. If you get a decent striker playing just in front of him, we, we, we will thrive. Yeah. Um, and him and JJ just seem to be hitting it off. I think the more he plays, the bigger he becomes. And actually, build a team around him mm. for next season. Because I think he could be that player like Jude that we have to give a full season to. And that we have to give him the opportunity to play week in and week out in order to, to progress that little bit further. To mm. be honest, to be honest, Craig, I was a bit... I thought JJ was pretty average last year. And I'll hold my hand up and say, oh, he's not going... You know, cut the mustard, but he's added goals to his game now. He was doing it in pre-season, and now he's just on a different different level. I didn't think he was capable of it, but he's he shut me up. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, he's doing well. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alan, would you keep any uh, of the loan players we've got, and would you keep any of the players whose contracts are up at the end of the season? Stansfield, obviously. Yeah. Um, uh, yes, Dizel. Um All the ones whose contracts are up. Drama, um, what about drama, Al? Would you keep drama? Definitely. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yes, I would. Um, but if it 
if he's obviously on a decent wage with us, uh, if if we've got we've got two very fine fullbacks without him, uh, yeah. having a third one would be great. I, but it, but if it came to well, we've got to make a bit of a gap to get a goalkeeper or a centre forward or whatever. Um, I would reluct reluctantly sacrifice him then, mm. but. It would be reluctantly. Yeah, Mark, Meredith. Yeah, I think I think you definitely keep those three if you could. I think Stansfield's going to be a difficult one to keep. Um, I'd certainly keep the other two. Um, and then I just think we just need a change from the you know the uh, we talked about Duke. I think it's time for him now to move on. And I think we just need to get a change. But as Claire said, it's 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 about who we get in and to replace it. We're not going to have millions of pounds to spend um so it's the same with Sonny. Sonny's had a great season now obviously we haven't seen him for a, a couple of weeks but again if you can get rid of him and get get him off the wage bill it may open up a little bit more of getting you know one or two players in that position as well yeah so it's it, it's hard it's going to be a tough job for Mowbray this year to come back in and and really have a look at it and think to himself that it's almost probably seven or eight new players really yeah, um, yeah. bit where we need to be. Mm. Yeah, I think. Do we look at the lower, you know, League One, League Two for players, or you know, maybe loaning again from Premier League teams? That's you know, loans for me don't work. I think, gentlemen, we've got we've got a very very good um, scouting system now, which yeah. is, you know, it goes a bit further than Division One and Two. We, yeah, you know, yeah. We, it's it's a worldwide thing, yeah. And I think we gotta, you know, let them do their job. I mean, yeah. I I know we haven't signed, you know, a hundred percent of wonderful players, but uh, we've signed enough good ones for them to say, well, you carry on, and yeah, you'll find us a centre forward. Yeah. You know, if it takes the whole planet, we'll find one. Yeah. Um. Uh, and. All the other players, the, the manager knows what he wants and the likes of Craig Gardner and the rest of the scouting know how to get them. And I think that we just got to leave it to them. You've got to trust them. Mm. Um, it's, it's, it's one of the frustrating things that going through the previous manager's reign that we, we've served up six or seven very good players uh, and we got nothing out of it, mm. and it's only now that we've got a a new um, a new management team that some of these players are starting to uh, shine, and and also the reverse is too. You know, some so, some of the players like, like I was comes to mind. I I, I, I liked him. Uh, I thought he was wonderful for the first half against Leicester. Then they shoved him up with right back, and he was awful. Mm. Um, and we haven't seen him since. Now, um, okay, he's cooked his own goose, if you like. Um, they want somebody who is like drama that can play here, there, and everywhere. Well, we'll have drama then, and we won't have able. You know, uh, it's, it all happens on the field. It's all there in front of us. Um, you know, we can have our opinions, but at the, the, at the end of the day, it's their job. Yeah, to, definitely. To find these replacements. Yeah. And, and, and I'm, I'm quite confident um, now, anyway. I wasn't, 
I was it three or four months ago, but I'm quite confident now. I mean, uh, let's be honest. These three three lads that we we brought in during the during the window, uh, how many people didn't go? Mm, who are these people? <coughs> what are they? Uh, and that turned out to be successful. Yeah. So yeah. you know, let's do some more of that. Yeah, what about Sunich as well? His contract's up, isn't it, in the summer? Would we keep him? Well, he, yes. I mean, he's Don't expensive him, and he's... <laughs> he's, <laughs> yeah. he's, not, he's not in the team now, is he? No, he's not, no. no. He's not a first choice anymore, so... We, we want somebody who is. Yeah, I mean... We'll, you, pay the, we'll pay the same money for somebody who writes his name in the, in, in the team sheet every week, mm. regardless. You know, you never, leave, never think of leaving him out. Yeah. There's, there's quite just, a few just on that as well, Paul. Um, you know, I think it's gonna it's gonna come down to how Mowbray and, and guards and, and the owners sell the club to these players. I, I was impressed that Pritchard chose us when he did. You know, he told Sunderland, "I want to go. I want to go to Birmingham." So there's obviously um, something set in stone of where we want to be. Our issue right now is we've been fighting relegation for the last five six seasons. Um, why would a player from a top half championship team want to drop into that? Um, so I think it's all about how as a, a management team and a, and a scouting team do we present the club and obviously our goals for the future to get that change quickly. Yeah. I think the, the message board is, is very much what everybody else is, is saying. So there's quite a few that are saying Duke as a coach but not as a player because his mm. legs have gone. Hogan mm. is in our answer as a goal scorer. Uh, we've also got people that, that are saying that they believe so Simon Ford he believes that Hogan Roberts Ruddy Longello Gardner Burke will all be gone um, mm. especially Burke because he's lonely hasn't done anything I can't wait mm. for that moment Claire's going to have a party when he leaves I'll, I'll, no. I'll send him I'll, I'll invite him to the airport <laughs> so Mark there is a message that's, that's, that's come through to say do you think there's any American players that you think or have heard of that you think may arrive as we go into next season? Um, not Nothing that I've heard of and nothing... I don't follow the MLS too much to say that there's one that we should really get. Just on the American one, I was I was very shocked that we, we let Kevin Long go when mm. we did. Mm. Um, he, he kept a clean sheet last night um, in his, on his debut and it's the first time his team's kept a clean sheet, I think, in you know the last... 10 or 11 games so he definitely went in there and made a difference but for me when we talked about keeping players he'd have been on my list because I think he's probably one of the best centre-backs we have at the well had at the club at this time this season yeah I was surprised yeah, when he went to be honest yeah, I, was I, I was really shocked when we let him go I mean considering he's still got <laughs> like I know Mark Roberts has played well but I think I'd rather have Long than Mark Roberts like, I Mark thought he was Roberts. our best centre half I'm not going to yeah. lie and mm. then I think like but. Sanderson showed he's he can be quite erra uh, erratic I think Sanderson sometimes I think on the weekend you could tell he'd been out for a while and you know you got Billick who you know he's always on a yellow card away from a ban and yeah. I just think that you know obviously Aru hasn't worked out I would I would just send Longello on, out on low. Would I we would. put? Could you put Buchanan in the middle with yeah. another, and then have led left back and drama right back? I think back? it depends mm. on the team. So I think they didn't do that on Saturday because Kiefer Moore, he was massive. Mm. Like, yeah, he yeah. he was him. 
Like, mm. yeah, yeah. That, he would yeah. have been, he would be brilliant to take over Juke. He held the ball up, he gave it away, he would drop really, he knew what he was doing. Mm. And it's a, unfortunately that we never got him. I would have, I would have gone for him because I think... So he, yeah. Absolutely, Claire. I, I was furious when I read that he'd gone there. Mm. You know, why didn't we sign him? You know, okay, there's financial restrictions, yeah, etc., et 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 but he would have been perfect for us. Yeah. Mm. I think the difference is the fact that Ipswich, uh, and from speaking to the lad at Ipswich last week, the one thing he said was they attracted Kiefer Moore because they're fighting to get into the Premier League. And that, mm. for me, is a selling difference between mm. us and them at this present moment. End of the season, if they're not there, then perhaps we could, because he's, he's on loan. I believe he's going out of contract as well at the end of this season. So there's there's opportunities, but there's also a Euros coming up. So there's people that should be fighting for opportunities. Hmm. Um, or if not, let's put them in the window. These these smaller teams in the Euros should be putting themselves in, in front of championship clubs for next season. That's where I think our window will, will be. Um, hmm. The sort of, again, just going back to the message board, but um, long going was a mistake from Jim Tono. Uh, Shane Goff, I'd have kept long. Um, Nigel Mann, you need to have a massive belief to join a transitional club, especially with our background and current position. But I suppose actually open open to everybody here and also you guys on the on the line. Are we a transitional club that people would be interested in coming to? For me, what yeah. I'm hearing, hundred percent. I'd say I yeah. think we could be hundred percent. Could be massive. Hundred percent. It's got a draw. Pritchard yeah. came. I mean, yeah. you know, to get someone like Pritchard, who's followed Tony Mowbray. I think Tony Mowbray's a big deal as well. I yeah. think yeah. I would want to play for him. I think mm. a lot of players would want to play for him. Mm. Um, if you see, you know, Tom Brady, you know, he's bought all of them Beats headphones. I mean, mm. hopefully they're coming in the club shop because yeah. I want a pair of them. Yeah, where's that? Yeah. <laughs> he's show. got a pair on. Um, do you know what I mean? Like, I generally think that we we are we are a club in transition, but we're transitioning to go up. We're not transitioning to go down. We need mm. to stay up this season. If we stay up this season, I tell you this now: in three years' time, we'll be top half of the Premier League, and I'll put money on it. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. yeah we're in good hands now, haven't we? Mm. We're in good hands. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. There's so much yeah. that's gone on as well since so i was present last week at the launch of the supporters club now there's been a lot of rumors a lot of noise around the sports club and what it will mean uh, especially and i'll just cover it off now especially with the items around away support and tickets so what we heard last week is the setting up of these groups is there to bring fans together it's there to ensure that there's a voice for everybody what it doesn't do is it doesn't take away tickets from gold or platinum members. So there is no worries whatsoever around those areas losing their opportunity for away tickets. What will happen is that there will once a month be a working group where the heads of the supporters groups come together. There will be an opportunity and a feedback mechanism from all fans as part of the supporters clubs to go direct to the club. So something that we have been lacking is communication, and this is one of those areas we can improve on. It's not just as well, I should say, an opportunity to have a whinge around what's going on, but they want to hear the positives because we hear too many negatives at the moment. 
But actually, there's loads going on. So Dave's just mentioned about the changes to the ground mm. and what's happened in six months. You know, we were told that there are plans for further changes as we get into the close season and, and starting of next. The official supporters club are across the board. They're not just local. They're across the world. So when I was president, we had people from Nigeria. We had a Dubai Blues on the phone. We had New Zealand. We had uh, South Africa. Australia had two groups. So across Smithy. the world, Smevic, yeah, Smithy. you know, one of those ones. Miles away, it's gone, lad. Terrible. Yeah. But the aim is to replicate. And for those people that have seen it, or if not, have a look at how Manchester City, Man United, and Liverpool set up their sports groups because that's what they want to replicate. And in fact, the model that's being followed is in line with all of those. Those teams have also, and their sports groups, have offered to support to help build Blues 1 out. So we're going to have a lot of involvement. I'll say it out now, right? Bit of a plug, but Solely Hall Blues. I'm heading that up. And I'm going to be looking for people to support and join the group. But that's not just going to be a case of just being part of a sports group. It's about being able to get to games. We will have tickets that we can actually give out to people for good causes. We will have competitions. We will have fundraising galore. Mm. Yes, before people ask, there will be a fee. But that fee actually is going into the club. So for every £5 that's put in as part of the membership fee the club are asking... Three pound of that is going into the community, so it's building the community forum and trust. Is it five pound a year? Five pound so a year, nothing, yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, there's also the case with this that we will have the opportunities to have players join different groups to also attend things like fundraising sessions. Get a lad in the Sally Hall group. Yeah, that's my request. And it's. Also, it's going to branch out massively. It's going to start off small, but they really do see this taking off. And the passion that, that was there on that night with everybody that attended was, was huge. So I think there's a real drive to help take this forward. So, you know, look out for more. And if anybody's interested in any of the sports groups, reach out. You'll see the names of people on the message boards. The club will be launching an official website where you'll be able to get more details. And it's an opportunity, like I say, to, to have a say. So please give us a give us a shout. Mm. Tell you what I would absolutely love to be sat in my seat in the cup and the opposition fans are singing to us, where were you when you were rubbish? Yeah. We all know mm. the next word. Yeah. I would love to hear the opposition yeah. fans singing that to us. Yeah. Be, we can all say we were all sat here, but yeah. it wouldn't be nice to hear that though from the opposition fans, oh, knowing that we've mm. actually become that good be for them to sing that to us. Yeah. I think we've still got a long way to go. Um, well, of course we have. I think, you know, we just we, we've got to get out of the seventeenth, eighteenth relegation rot at the moment. Yeah. I mean we need to be mid table next season and then go for it, I think, or just be on like the cusp of it. I don't think I think if you go too quick too soon, it can hinder as well. Like you see with Burnley. Burnley absolutely wiped the floor with everybody last season and mm. look where they are now. Oh, no. yeah. So mm. it's a uh, it's got to be a work in progress. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like, like Luton as well, isn't it? But Luton well, are doing better than Burnley, can they? Yeah, that's you true. Know, it it's shows like it's, if you yeah. build a team and build a squad and then add people in as you go and get better gradually, then all of a sudden you'll do well. You know, like the Wolves, for example, they went back to League One. All of a sudden they built a team and an ethos and everything else. Yeah. 
Mm. And look where they are now, mid table. Coventry, Coventry as well, yeah. yeah. Brentford. Brentford's yeah, another Brentford, one. Yeah. We mm. took their best three players five years ago. Mm. And well, they use that yeah. money to get to where they are yeah. now. Mm. I think JJ's money I think we will sell JJ in the summer I think he needs to have a really good Euros for us and if he has a good Euros scores a couple of goals we could be talking 15, 20 I think mm. hopefully then that can help that that might you know, be the same as the dude money and really push us mm. on yeah, we'll, we'll see well, I think the future is definitely bright it's no. a good time to be a Blues fan isn't it now yeah, thank I do. God, yeah. eventually We've all, we all deserve it as well let's hope it's yeah. not a full score <laughs> yeah I'll come up to and I've seen your message and leave that with me. I will get that passed on because that's the type of feedback that people want to see. Yeah. Um, on feedback, there was also the groups um, that people asked to be uh, applying for. Um, so, Claire, I know you yeah. have received an email today. So, do you want to update everybody on what's, what's going on on that front? Um, so, I went for the men's match day experience. So, I'm in that group. And then Craig... I have the support of the ladies, so you're going to hear a lot more from me as far as the ladies' games concerned and the promotion, but we're part of working groups that will get together to go through those as well. So again, feedback is key. It's about what the fans want. So let us know and we can take those forwards into the groups. Mm. I've got to say a big well done as well to Chris and Dennis for putting this on tonight as well, so a big round of applause for that as well. Can I just say, it was all me. No. It was all you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is I, I heard you, you made some songs. I thought I heard you were singing all morning yeah. rather than putting things together. Is it you and Cry? You and Cry. You and Cry. Is it in there drinking? Is it in your oh, in your house? Oh yeah, just yeah, just as easy really. Just you know, kicking away there. Just ignore me and don't buy me coffee. or Just missing your bucket here though, ain't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For those who want to know, he's got a towel under his seat instead. Yeah. Adult what, nappies. What if we plan to be here again and we win six like on the Saturday before? What here? Yeah. Oh, that, oh crikey! Yeah. Where am I going to sit? <laughs> oh, yeah. You watch hundreds and hundreds. Very of still. People come. I know. <laughs> Extra wide thong. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, no, it's been fun. It's been fun getting up. Tonight. Has it? Yeah. 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 It's been really good. Take you a long time. Um, about eight hours, really. Yeah, that's not too bad then. Nah, no. no. What else? <laughs> <laughs> There's always one, you know. <laughs> Have you got any questions on the board? Hundreds and hundreds. Uh, we need soap in the toilets. Yeah, we do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so we need warm hand dryers as well. Yeah, we need soap. When's the comedy on? Uh, says, um, okay. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Uh, Burnley winning the Prem for a few years, came down, went straight back up, so they don't say they are not, so don't say they are not good enough. Says Paul Tute. Well, I'm looking at the league table, so that's where I'm going from. So, oh, that's interesting actually because the three teams, and I think this has been raised by Kim Upton as well, oh, looks yeah. like the three teams that came down yeah. for the first time in a while could actually all be promoted back, back. Mm. which is the first time it's happened. But again, does that come down to parachute payments and additional money? Yeah, um, mm. I, I gotta be honest, I don't understand it. You get paid for doing a poor job yeah mm. Mm. it's like a yeah. manager getting compensation yeah. when they get sacked yeah, yeah. but um, it's There's also going to be a bottom three that comes down and that went up as well right? mm. yeah. it's not fair sorry Mark did you say something there Mark yeah I was just saying but the three that went up last year could come straight back down as well this yeah, year yeah yeah so yeah. definitely will I think though in the Premier League the gap's getting wider anyway I think the gap's getting wide with the Champions League teams um 
the gap's just getting wider and wider and wider. You know, you've got Nottingham Forest spending 200 million at one mm. go. I know that obviously financial fair play and everything can obviously. Has Everton's point deduction been. Yeah, they've reduced no? it to six. Yeah. yeah. So all of a sudden, you've got all these teams getting more and more money. You know, some of them are owned by countries. So that's mm. another bad thing as well. I mean, going back to our league, I mean, to be honest, top six, there's not a lot in it. No. You know, there's nobody think, oh, well, you know, I'm scared of them, but it's not really uh, possibly Leicester, but apart mm. from that, there's not, it gives you a bit of hope. There's not a lot to be scared of. No. Yeah. It's the hope that kills you. If I, I, friend, I, I just want to know if my dad <laughs> bought a beer tonight. <laughs> no. No. Um, I think yes, he's on the yes. Shandy. Yes. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> it looks a bit weak, Mark. I think it's a shandy, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> Mark, they said that all the drinks were on you anyway, yeah. so. Yeah, probably. Still Stick it on my tab. No. <laughs> um, let's not forget, tomorrow, um, 13 years, 13 years since that amazing day at Wembley. Um, so Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Happy over Femi Day to everybody that uh, will be celebrating. But it's interesting looking at the game the weekend and how close things actually were. But also the difference in the teams. Liverpool arguably had a second string side out playing in, mm. in this cup. And... I just I, I really don't like it. I think there should be a rule that says for both league and FA Cup, you've got to have a minimum of fifty percent of your team out there. Yeah, but they're all injured, Craig. They didn't have any choice. Say, yeah. no, I, mm. I still think it's all it's the same team throughout the whole of the competition, which is is wrong. You know, I yeah. can understand it if there are injuries there and then, but not for every round. Whilst I appreciate the kids have to be given a chance, there's also that area that says <laughs> people pay to go and watch these games. Mm. Um, when I paid to go to Wembley I went to go and watch Birmingham and I saw a full strength side I actually arguably saw a weakened Arsenal side mm. perhaps through injuries but also their Who choice did they have to to, there was only Cesc Fabregas that was injured yeah, the was there anyone else that could have played more or less full strength full strength didn't they yeah. Yeah. I'd say it was off Liverpool just won the cup. Yeah, yeah. 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 was playing, and um, what a thing to say. Yeah. Oh, no. But either way, we, we we lifted it, and we'll be celebrating uh, the same as everybody else hmm. tomorrow. And watch the videos galore. Um, yeah. But taxi for Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> you got vodka in there. Oh, I wish you. Well, yesterday is 23 years since um, the Worthington, the Worthington yeah. Cup final. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Time, time, time flies, oh, no. doesn't it? But... Ruined, ruined my childhood from that. Made me cry all the way back from Cardiff. Yeah. The noise is something I remember. Yeah, from that. yeah that, oh, that, the noise is real. 
Never heard anything like that. Yeah. Unbelievable. I actually rate Cardiff better than Wembley. I think, yeah. The acoustics yeah. are better, yeah. Oh, the acoustics yeah, yeah. are incredible, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did we have yeah. the yeah. new final or not? No, yeah. the playoff final we did. For the playoff final we did. Yeah, yeah. That Not was, for Liverpool we did. No. no. That was loud. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and having those, that's the two most famous anthems, really. But, yeah, what a noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah goosebumps? Yeah. Oh, I shouldn't say goosebumps. But as I always <laughs> say, we're, we're, we're still the only, only West Midlands club to win a major trophy in high definition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Messages and questions on the uh, on the message board. So, um, well, Tom Richardson's just said overall Burnley will bounce straight back up, even if they get relegated next season, because they'll have the money to spend yeah. and the team that's settled. Yeah. Um, a certain Dennis Bohema has said, "Are people allowed <laughs> a photo with the robe, or actually can they just pay ten pounds to throw an egg at him instead?" <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if anyone wants any autographs or anything, just let us know, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Online bullying. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lily Pad sent me a question, if I can see it. So it says, do you think in five to ten years, men and women's, uh, sorry, men and ladies team will be integrated or mixed? And if so, will stadiums be packed out? Or it's not something that will never happen and therefore stay the same? Personally, I don't think it will ever happen. No, um, me neither. No, I, I, I wouldn't that. want it to happen. I think that the two games are totally separate. Yeah. Um, even from a woman's point of view, I just... I think that we are... The women's game is behind the men's, but obviously that's for certain reasons. Um, but I don't think having them integrated would be good. Could some of the women play in the men's league? Of course they could. But I think it's like special players. Yeah, so it'd have to be like world, world, world class players because it's mm. just a different tempo. It's the quickness and everything. Yeah, you know mm. what I mean. Do you think so... we'll see a women's coach though in the men's oh, game? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think oh, yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. I, think that was, I think that's yeah. more likely to happen that's, than. Yeah. Mm, that's I think they need, there are there are a lot of women who are working behind the scenes at football clubs, um, like physios and things like that. Um, I can I could see definitely see some more. Um, some women in there. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. even I could yeah. do a coaching degree, get me down there. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Claire, all the football I watch, it's almost compulsory that you have a female physio. Yeah. From, from football league down to division uh, seven or eighth level. Yeah. I've never, I, I can't remember the last time I saw a male physio. Mm. Mm. In, mm, in junior, junior football, they're all women. Yeah. Going on to that, though, um, this weekend is the Her Game 2 dedicated fixture against Southampton. So there'll be lots and lots of things going on around the ground. Um, I know that there's a few of us who are part of the Birmingham City um, team um, that I'm an advocate for. So there'll be lots of things going on. Get down there early. Um, it's for men and women um, to get involved with. Lots of things for the kids as well. Um, and then you might see some of us on the big screen to just... Video it, please, so I can see what's happening. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody else, obviously. Um, but, yeah, it should be a good time to see it. And, yeah, we've been doing it all over. It's for um, International Women's Day as well. So. Excellent. Uh, what yeah, are people's thoughts on what it was like outside the stadium at the last home game? So there was a little bit of a, I suppose, a mini fan zone that had been put together by the club. Um, mm. So additional uh, food areas, congregation points. But also, for the first time, they opened up more bars in and around the, the area. And I, the one thing I'd say, there was definitely more people 
There's more of a buzz. Definitely more of a buzz. But what are people's thoughts on on that? And across the message board as well for those that saw it. I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was good. It's good to see Simon Sturridge back as well. I must say. Yeah, it was. Have have the guests got a bit better or is it just me? Lately, you know, over the last few home games. I can't ever hear them, so I don't know. They definitely (laughs) need to sort the tannoy out in the tilt and I've got no idea what's going on. That's been delivered. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got to be done. Yeah, yeah. Need yeah. it's in the tilts and they're talking to them, and we're going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And else is going, yeah, this is a really good guest, and we're like, who? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, I managed to get down to the bar where he was with Tom Ross before the game, and oh, yeah. it was did, you chat, did you chat to him? No, no, no. He was on the stage. Oh yeah. Um, he didn't say low Paul or anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't worry, you could have got um, a shirt. And, um, no. It was rammed. The, the bar downstairs was was rammed, but mm. um, but yeah, I went down to see my mate, and he came on the stage at pretty much the same time with Tom Ross. And mm. just reminisced about his time with us because he's a blues legend, any Simon Story. Yeah, it's iconic. He was a he? cracking little player, wasn't he? Yeah. It was nice to see the ground fall. Oh, yeah. mm. um, I think it was really good. I mean, the top of the Tilton was a bit rammed, though, to be honest. Like all the bars, you can move. Um, but obviously, I think where, where you're going from the Tilton, so we're going to get food, and then as everybody's coming back up, it's like you can't move. Um, yeah, so hopefully I can do something about that. But it's just nice to see it full. You know, they should do it do more you, often as a season ticket say, holder. Think, yeah. I'd, love, I'd love to see it Saturday. Tickets. I'd love to see it on Saturday. But I don't, think, don't think we will. Do you think they could come up with anything for the rest of the season? Like, you know, even if they charge like 10 quid a game on a season ticket or something, just a mini season ticket yeah. to get the place full again. I mean, the, last, I, the last few games make it, you know, 15, 20 pounds for an adult and 5 pounds for a kid. And you'll mm-hmm. fill the stadium. Mm. Um, yeah, um, my my youngest and my eldest, they've never seen St Andrew's fault. No, same with my game. daughter. Yeah, and you've got to think about yourselves. Seven, eight seasons since we've seen a, a stadium mm. that full. Mm. Yeah. So, some of these fans that we want to draw in now need to be seeing that and experiencing that, and it's fair more. And when they do, they will come back for more. Mm. Um, but yeah. we've got to keep it going. Mm. Do we think we'd have beat Sunderland if the stadium wasn't sold out? I don't think it would have. No. No. I think that it was like a, you know, like when you have like the cup at the Liverpool, it like sucks the ball in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. When the Tilton, I mean, the limbs in the Tilton were yeah, it was great. second to none. Mm. Yeah. And it was like we were sucking the ball in. Yeah. And it was back to the old days when I was younger, you know, sitting in the cup. And the noise level was just brilliant, you know, getting the flag out and, yeah. you know, some of, like you said, Craig, like some, some people have never seen it like that ever. No, no, my daughter's so actually, not we need to, I'd rather a season ticket holder go, actually, it's full. And, you yeah. know, give them away to schools, mm. even if they're in the Gilmerick mm. couple, Gilmerick, yeah. just, just give them, them in there, yeah. just yeah. get it sorted. Yeah. Ian Clayton said the stadium full felt again like the Premier League days. Yeah, yeah it did. really, yeah, really yeah, it did. did. Um, you were, I mean, you know, just to, to bring that to life as well, the top half of the stadium, mm. right? That was allocated out by the club. So they would go into groups of families, groups of, of kids and, and areas that they want to encourage down to St Andrews. Mm. That again came out as part of the official supporters group. Is This is what they want to do. They see St Andrews as a family place. They don't see it as a place that... He's, he wants to be empty, you know, they want families down there, they want to see the kids coming back. Without the kids, we have no future. No. So they want to encourage those those age groups down. Um, the, one, the one other thing I should say is the, they're looking already at season ticket prices for next season. Mm. So I think this could be the first time mm. that we hear about season ticket prices before the season's actually ended. 
Um, it will just be un- unknown. It's, it's been a long time. It'll be yeah, nice to know where we're going. Mm. Well, I've heard we're not going to America this season. Um, pre-season, yeah. <laughs> I, pre-season, I will I've confirm, heard it's somewhere else. I will confirm that it is not yeah. America. It's it going to be t- asked on Tuesday. It's not America. Oh. It will be somewhere in Europe this time around. Kidderminster. Tembe. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to Wales. <laughs> Hopefully they have a weekend game. Blues, can we make a weekend game? What's so the gut go. feeling about season tickets, prices? Do we think they'll start the same, go up, come I'm down? I'm happy for them to be the same. Um, I think if you're if you're uh, thinking mm. some of when we go to away, we're paying £30 a ticket. Mm. On average, mm. gone to 20, £25, £30. If I'm paying £17 for a season ticket, I'm happy with that. Yeah, season um, tickets are good value, aren't they? Yeah, and I think that I think it was a really good thing for getting platinum and gold, um, £10 to give to friends and family as well. I think that's a great incentive. Mm. You know, I think my, all, the away, all the away members should be able to get £10 tickets. Because my, uh, my, my only thought is they could go up because they want to sort of spend money on the team. And obviously they've got to mm. be getting it coming in from somewhere, the money. Mm. But um, I think they've got to be careful with season ticket prices. Yeah. Um, you know, £30 quite a lot. Yeah. And considering if you didn't get a ticket for the Sunderland game for £10 off a friend, or you haven't got one for free, mm. you're still having to pay, was it 32 50 Which mm. is a lot of money mm. for, if you're thinking two adults and a child. That's crazy. That's all of a sudden, you're hitting £100. So yeah. Yeah. actually... You know, give them. You know, I'd rather it be twenty pound a guy. Mm. The whole whole on the Tuesdays um, mm. that's coming to twenty pound. Yeah, mm. yeah. So Mark, my uh, what I my season ticket cost me less than ten pound a game. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Can't I? I, I can't. I, 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 if 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 I was in hospital for twelve months, I'd still buy my season ticket because it's just it's 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 like not not it's not a it's not even a thought. It's two hundred and fifty pound. And if I get to ten games, I'm still I'm still quizzing. Yeah, yeah. It's just that you get what you pay for, though, don't you? At the end of the day, if we are paying thirty two pound fifty a game, mm. then they need to put that quality on the pitch as well. If you know what I mean, yeah. you don't want to be yeah. watching certain players paying thirty two pound fifty, do you? You want to see better players on like the pitch. If like Burke's playing and Longello's playing and that, are you going to pay thirty two fifty a game? No, they should, they should be paying us. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they don't announce, announce the team till an hour before the kickoff. That's very true. They need to announce the food though. They've gone really down with that. Like you used to be able to be like, oh, I'm going to go to I don't know, De Berth, for example, and then now you're having to wait, and then half an hour before you're going to go down, you go, oh, De Berth's here, or is that the best one? Yeah, I I've, not, I've not tried any of them. Yeah, no. no. They need to put the food out and stuff earlier. Uh, Ray Obro said we should freeze season ticket prices and charge non-season ticket holders £20, whoever we play. Yes. Yeah. Good shout that again. So he said freeze season ticket holders yeah. and charge non-season ticket holders £20 for whoever we play. Yeah, that sounds fair. You're I'm not going to get more non-season ticket holders in, though? Does it matter as long as you... Well, yeah, I know, I'm just saying. We've got to fill that ground. Yeah, yeah. Mm. We know. Whatever it takes to fill it. Yeah. I mean, kid for a quid, bring that back. That bring that great. back, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When was the last time we did Kid for a Quid? It's a long time, isn't it? I think if you get the kids involved, they're the next generation, aren't they? All of us at some point, our mums or our dads or both of them took us down St Andrews. And I think if you get, if you get, like, for example, us winning on that game, all of a sudden you've got a thousand extra kids Mm. that, you know, could be supporting Liverpool, Man City, those down the road that we don't talk about. All of a sudden, 
you've got a thousand going, oh, my first game was Sunderland. We were brilliant. Did you see? We came from 1-0 down. It was brilliant. And I bought a hot dog and, mm. you know, the food and everything. And Have you tried getting in the ground in your road, Mark? They might do road for a fiver. <laughs> <laughs> could try, really. It's handy in the winter. By the way, I won't say it was my idea about filling the um, girl Mary at the top with the kids, but it was my idea about filling the kids. They're listening, they're listening, aren't they? Yeah, but that should be the, the... I would literally have that bit for kids, for school kids. Mm. I'd literally go, yeah. put a pound in the game, that top mm. bit. They're not yeah. going to, like, just say to them, don't throw anything mm. down, and then that's it. Yeah. If, they yeah. get, if they get 20% of those kids, come back. Yeah. It's something, isn't it? It's, it's, mm. it's a revenue, isn't it? Well, I'm, I'm sure we all remember that first time we ever walked in St Andrews as a kid, and yeah. that's it, isn't it? Once you, mm. once you, once that's you, right. you and we need, we need more of that. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you saw that urine coming down the cup, you thought, uh, yeah. absolutely. I'm I back thought this next is, week. I thought this is the club for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. the club for me. I've got to be missing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I've got to write a poem there. Go on, Al. Being under tilt. I say, I'm, I'm going to write a poem one day about standing on the tilt and up to your ankles in pee. It's... <laughs> That's cool, I, I can see I, it I, now. I, 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 I feel like it's going to be a movie when on the one day I stood on the tilt then. The, the, I'm, going back, I'm going back to the fifth, late 50s, early 60s. There used to be a toilet at the back of the tilt, which was basically just a wall. A wall out from the... From, from the from the outside, and it was a tomb basically. And you went in, and there were no lights, and it was a drain. And you stood and peed up the wall. It was honestly, this is God's honest truth. And I was a kid there, and I sort of had to because I was little and standing between these big blokes. It was all splashing back at me. It? Oh, it's awful. Awful. You, you cannot, you, you know, look, you, I can tell you're not believing me, but it's God's honest truth. And then eventually this drain would fill up and you'd literally be standing up to your ankles in it. And, and eventually it poured out down, down to behind the goal. So people just peed on the, on the terrace in the end. You know, well, cut, cut out the middleman. <laughs> <laughs> so is that the reason the stand was getting rotten, do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> cut out the middleman. Yeah. Uh, can you say, yeah, thanks for all the um, the nice comments as well on the um, on the show, folks. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. It's definitely my head, Nigel, man. It's affecting <laughs> yeah. the screen behind. <laughs> it's, it's reflecting off the bolts, but... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and well done to the person who keeps going in the toilet and putting that, uh, uh, that hand dryer on as well. Cheers, thanks. I'll blind Dennis. I first went down, age seven, says uh, Kim Upton. My dad never paid for me till I was 15. Always lifted me over the turnstiles. I still have my first season ticket book. I think it cost 10 shillings for the season. 10 shillings. That's in new money. That's 50p. Wow. One, one childhood memory I have was Nottingham Forest in the FA Cup. I think oh, it was yeah, 88. 88. Yeah, I was there as a kid. Nearly yeah. got crushed to everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. like, my dad had to pick Remember. me up and like, take yeah. me out. Like, yeah. Took ages to get out. Yeah, I know. He's kicking off all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, great show. Great format tonight. Keep right on. 
And whoever's got that phone, switch it off. <laughs> <laughs> Cup Corner by Tilton Underground Toilets, complete with weeds growing through the walls, says oh, Paul Hanson, yeah. them yeah. were the days. Yeah. Great location, chaps, and well done for organising and putting it on. Fantastic. Yeah. Cheers, everybody. Uh, I think, Chris, there's been a couple of messages that I know you attended Monday on behalf of Tilton Talk up at St Andrews oh, for, yes, for yes, Lorraine's yes. send-off. Yes, and uh, um, David, David's one of the main there. Yeah, massive, there massive, huge thank you to you mm. and all of the group. For yeah, absolutely. Because it was superb what we all saw at St Andrews. And, and you know, it's, it's that's the Blues family coming together uh, again. Yeah. She, I think she had a brilliant send-off. Um, lots of people at St Andrews and afterwards I think it was a, a, a party I'm looking at Dave at the back now and he's nodding his head to say yeah but you want to say Dave? I love the videos I mm. loved all the dancing nice videos it? it was great excellent round of applause for that yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Nigel Mann's asked when the strippers coming off and then Pete Taylor, for some strange reason, apparently this is when we find out what's underneath Mark's rope. I was about to write that actually in the thing, then I thought, no, I can't do that after. Obviously, if I'm thinking. Some people haven't had their tea that's, yet. That's scary, that is. Very true. What's that next thing? Help. <laughs> <laughs> it's all above board. Yeah. What fabric condition is that, by the way? It does smell really nice, actually. It does, yeah. Lie, yeah. You, you've washed it. Yeah. It's going on, special occasion, isn't it? He's been carrying that round all day. <laughs> <laughs> I have actually, it worked. Did you wear it at work as well? No, no. I just carried it around. But uh, yeah, it's got me a few friends, so I'm happy. <laughs> so, would we pick the same, same team on Saturday, or would you change it? Uh, and what ooh. changes would you make? Um, <sighs> e I think you could start with the same team. I, I think that, obviously, Saturday, I think it was a shock factor of how good Ipswich actually were. Um, I think that mm. they, they came out and just went at us. Um, I think we were quite defensive as well. Um, the thing with JJ is it's showing that, I think, Mowbray's seeing through Dembele. He takes so many touches on the ball. He doesn't pass it quick enough. He's trying to go past everybody. When he when he came on with Bakuna, it was like they were trying to take on the whole team instead of just putting on and you know get the ball into the box and let's see what happens. Have a shot. Mm. And I think if you're playing JJ out of position, to me, if you're a winger and you're putting a centre midfielder out on the wing in your position, that's obviously showing you, oh, I must be doing something wrong. Yeah. Um, mm. I'd have Anderson on the bench. Yeah. Personally, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we needed him as well. Um, I think I would start it. I just think we had an off day. Hopefully, you know, being at home and everything else, we can hopefully get a draw. That would be my main aim for mm. the weekend. I I'd, can't see why we can't play like we did against Sunderland. I'd take a point Saturday. Yeah. Well, I think I'd, we could turn it on again. We, we, we did it against Leicester, and there's no reason we couldn't do that again at St Andrews at the moment. Is you know, you just when we're at home, we're a force. Mm. Um, Home right. record's good, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's just the away record. It's away record. And it's normally the other way, right? I know, yeah. I know, I've got to say that. Um, no, away's never been that. We haven't been very good away, right? <laughs> <laughs> just me. Oh, no, sorry, I don't yeah. know if I can put my two pence in. Of course, yeah. The, we, the weird thing is, is that, you know how you talk about when we went to Leicester for the FA Cup? Mm. And we were a force, you know, shots yeah. at goal, double figures and all mm. that. We even took like a load of support with us as well. When Wayne Rooney did his cameo, we were at home 
And when we came out, that was the best I ever saw our team play. Yeah. Um, mm. Under Wayne Rooney. And it was against Ipswich. Yeah. We had a goal, smashed a really good goal in. Yeah. It, was, it was almost like everyone had a red ball. And, yeah. 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 and the next thing you know, first half, we were in the lead. Mm. Second half, come out, bang, put another goal in as well. Yeah. And then all I remember is they made four straight substitutions, Ipswich did. And then the game went to uh, a 2-2. But again, looking back at you know uh, what, what you talked about, Claire uh, and your, uh, your your partner, what you talked about in terms of synergy, you know when you get a team and you get players in and we need mm. that kind of synergy, I think that's a real valid point. You know, um, in mm. terms of getting a team, buying players, loan, and all that kind of stuff, it's all good. But if the team, kind but of Ipswich has still got the same team as when they came up. They've yeah. only added few, mm. and they've followed that yep. same pattern. So two or three years down the line, if we're still playing like. You know, Mowbray wants to play, which is a level up. Yeah. Imagine what we're going to be like if you've had the same people for two or three. I, I can't remember the last time we've actually really had a solid in first 11. Because every time we play, we've got somebody in and out, somebody every in and week. out. Mm, and yeah. especially at the back, our back four, I don't think, have we had the same back four for two or three games? I don't think we have in a row. And that's the difference, I think. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And um, the other thing as well is, like, we looked at a lot of players coming, going, and on loan and all that. But one player that kind of stood out for me that I noticed was, and someone who was willing to put in the, the work rate as well, was Ramel Donovan. I thought yeah. him, yeah. in terms of his work rate, he's a yeah. young lad. Mm. But when you watch him play, it doesn't even matter if someone's taller than him, he'll still kind of go for that ball if it's an aerial ball or whatever. Yeah. But the effort that he puts in, yeah. if he had a little bit more of that there. And also, like, whippersnappers, Jay Stansfield, I think, is fantastic yeah. for mm. us. Sometimes I feel like he's on his own, he's doing yeah. all the runs. He's done a lot of work. I mean, yeah. like the previous season when Hannibal used to, he run, run, run all day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just wasn't getting anything. He hasn't had the service for a few games, and you can tell no. that, like, he's, he's, he's wanting to be on the ball and when uh, we were watching it he kept going over to Ashley Cole and Ashley Cole was basically saying stay in the middle that's mm. where we want you in the middle and you could see him and then like you'd see Cole shouting at him and he was like here and we were all like yeah where's up he's telling you to stand in that one place because he goes out on the wing and as soon as he goes on the wing there's no one in the middle mm. like yeah I think the weekend was crying out for get Jukovic up top and put Jay on one side maybe Dembele on the other or somebody else and then feed off like they were doing, actually counteract what they're doing with us. Yeah. Because they just carved straight through us in the middle. Mm. He scored for the under-21s, didn't he, uh, Ramal Donovan? And they, yeah, I rated on, him. I saw that they're yeah. top, of their, yeah. top of their league at the moment, yeah. aren't they? He's someone that will run, run for the badge, I think. He's yeah. been through the academy. Again, I think he needs to bulk up a little bit. Um, yeah. I think Dembele needs to bulk up a bit. I think a lot of our team, if you, if you compare, if you stood our team next to Ipswich Ipswich were man mountains mm. they were big they were strong all of them were and I think that some of ours we've got lots of flair is it the same as what Mowbray was saying we've got too many artists, artists and nine soldiers, soldiers. Mm. you know get down the gym guys come on yeah. You talk, you're talking to us. Mr. Meredith, as a, as a coach, what would you change if you had the opportunity at the moment? And, and just thinking about the way the team has been over the past couple of weeks, what's the difference between what we saw at home against Sunderland and what we saw down at Ipswich? What did or didn't gel? Uh, I thought we struggled at the back to start with it, which I thought bringing Sanderson back in was uh, from injury. Um, he didn't feel like he was ready. And, and to be fair, Bellic had got injured, so that was a, a change that had to happen. But I think I would bring Bellic back in definitely Saturday if he's fit. Um, 
Pritchard would be another one if he's fit to bring him in. Um, it's difficult. I talked about it earlier on in the show, and it sounds it sounds a little crazy, but you know, it, it's different voices all the time that the players are having, and you know, the 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 Mowbray effect at Sunderland with the full house at home, and you always expect to be better at home, I think, than you are away. Um, just because you have that backing, and we certainly had a, a massive backing at Sunderland, and and as we said, I think the second half performance kicking against the Tilton was going back to the uh, the old years that um, of the Premier League and stuff. And we went out to Ipswich, and Claire and Claire said it, you know, hundred percent correct for me is that we we just they came out at us quick, and we we didn't handle that. Um, you know, it was the occasion, I think, and then obviously a new voice in the. Uh, in the dugout, and people will say, you know, Venus has worked with these guys now for a couple of weeks, months, but it's it's, it's different when you've got a new leader. Um, you know, as, as a coach, you want to be around your players all the time. You build relationships with them. Uh, they build relationships with you, etc. And, and, and that's been broken again, unfortunately. So, um, you know, in regards to changing the team, I don't think we have massive amounts to change right now in regards to what we have on the bench. There isn't one there that I would I would bring in from the start um, on Saturday, apart from the two, obviously, that I spoke about it coming back from injury. Um, but it's just that confidence factor with us. I think we're, we're so up and down with that. It, it, and we're always, be, you know, we're relying as fans as results on, on other, uh, other, te- other teams all the time every season. But it just seems like we just don't have a consistent run of form for two or three games anywhere um, during that period. Mm. Mm. So I'm a big fan of Bielik, but I think, I've spoken on the show, I mean, I don't see him long-term at centre-back. I know he's played there before for us, but I don't see Bielik as solution at centre-back. I think he's been doing okay. He's been doing all right, but... Yeah, I know what you mean. I know, we we need to go... We we haven't got many... How many many players do we think are... Let's say the ambition next season is mid-table stroke top 10. Top 10, let's say. How many players are good enough in that team to mm. to play at that level? I, I think we need to keep. Can I just say one thing about not be, really not being there Saturday? Um, the, the the balls coming out of defence from the t- two centre halves weren't getting there. Mm. When Bielik, when Bielik plays the ball forward, he finds a player. Yeah, and it was noticeable Saturday, especially in that in that time when they were battering us, we couldn't find our own net, and if we did. That the ball was taken off them immediately. Now I thought we got over that, and certainly in the two home games that we won, Bielik was passing the ball right, left, yeah. through the middle, uh, to feet, and and we moved forward with uh, Paik and um, Dazelle. Mm. I said it didn't happen. Certainly not until not until we scored the goal, probably. Mm. Um, and, and, and that's uh, uh, wherever Bielik plays he will do that he will pass the ball to the it might, might not all be a, always be a you know a blinded pass that makes a goal but he keeps the ball and, and we, we can build it um, I think that's his biggest asset and I would have him inside I would prefer him in midfield with these two new lads to be honest because I think that would be a great combination. Um, but uh, 
we got what we've got at the moment. We need to keep everyone fit. I think that's our problem. We've got mm-hmm. so many injuries that, you know, one game like Sanderson's out, then another game so-and-so's out, then Pritchard's out. Mm. If we could play our first 11, I think we would be a solid mid-table side. Yeah. If mm. we could yeah. play and have a decent bench. Our bench is so much better. Yeah, yeah. At least you yeah. can bring it on. I mean, you know... Yeah. yeah, loads. But we're not yeah. used to winning, though, Dave. That's the problem. We can't man. We can't manage it. Yeah. I think it's, sorry, Dave, but I think it's, we just don't have that winner's mentality, do we? We just haven't got the winning mentality. Mm. But we haven't had many years that we've been used to it, though. I don't think that you know. Sometimes it's like getting the corner. But mm. obviously, you could tell that you know. Even at two, you know, he went for it um, on Saturday. Which actually, I'd rather lose three-one and go for it than. Lose two yeah. one and just sit there and go defensive, um, but I just think Dembele could be such a good Premier League player if his final ball was better, if he yeah. could keep the ball. Like when when he's got it and you you kind of believe he can do something. But yeah. the other day he had the ball and he slow, as, instead of going at them he slowed down and we were like you're going that way and then yeah. he would then lose it and then he's jogging back. So all the goals came from Laird's side. And it was at Laird's fault. Laird at one point had three players on him and Dembele was up the pitch and we were all like, are you going to get back and trap back? And it's just, it's, it's so frustrating how well we played and then all of a sudden we go to Ipswich, mm. which, you know, it's a nice ground. And I just want to say thank you to those um, who helped us at the end because there was a few incidences with stewards. Um, do, we, do we still think that some, some stewards and police forces have it, have it in for booze? Um, I think that they do. I mean, I know we've got a reputation away from home, but, I mean, what I heard in the last... Obviously, we, as soon as the third goal went in, we were like, right, it's 90 second minute, we're going to go. So me and my mum were trying to get out, and we then heard that a steward called one of our fans something. What if you're going to call... Um, we had a, yeah? Mm. Yeah. And we'd had, we had um, a woman um, supervisor as well. Yeah, it just kicked off, and then the steward said something. So obviously, Blues fans retaliate, and mm. thankfully, a couple of the men were trying to get us down the front to try and get out because we couldn't get out the one way. And then half the stewards were sat there in the front row, and I was like, "You're going to like you're going to have thousands of us coming past you now because we can't get up that way because there's an incident." So what time did you get back? My mate. Eight-ish, two and a half hours. That's not bad. Actually. Not so too bad. It's quite good for a Yeah. Straight there. M6A14. People still basically turned. Yeah. There. So yeah, it was decent. What about you, Dave, on the disco bus? Oh, not too bad. That's all right. Hmm. Uh, I think, I think it's worth. Sorry, I think it's worth pointing out about uh, uh, going back to Craig's um, point about um, supporters groups. We've got to get rid of this reputation. People have got to be willing to give us three and 4,000 tickets, not the two and a bit that they give us now. So people like me who can... Um, I, I go to every, every away game I can get to, which basically says Sheffield is a far, Sheffield and Rotherham is the farthest north I can get to and get back home in a day. OK? Now, I would go to all them, but I can't because, like QPR, I've been to QPR every match for the last ten years, and I've been in that. I've been in the way supporters once, and that was the day when we had three thousand people there, and we had that fight on the pitch, and the police said you can only have two thousand from now on. Yeah. So we go there, and the bottom half of the stands empty. 
And I'm thinking, I want to sit there. Why can't I? Why am I going to sit with my mouth shut in the main stand at QPR? Oh, I'll go again. It's good for it. I'll go again this year. But this this reputation that we've got, whether it's justified or not, has got to end. Mm. It's yeah. got to end. Our club has got to say, we want 3,000 tickets, right? And then if, we, if there's any trouble, you know, we'll take the consequences. But you've got to give us the chance to go there mm. and behave um, because, you know, we, we're a generation past all that rubbish. And I know there's still people there that will always go to whether there's 2,000 there or 20,000 there. Mm. You've always got that. We've got to be allowed to have a reasonable amount of tickets. Now, was there any trouble at Leicester when we had 5,000? No. Mm. You know, they wouldn't have sold all their tickets if it hadn't been for us. And it's a sign, well, we'll go to QPR next, on, on Good Friday and there'll be loads and loads of empty seats. Mm. And only 2,000 Blues mm. fans there. And you're thinking, what can't I sit over there? Why can't I sit there? Because it's empty. Mm. It, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That was actually raised whilst I were at the supporters group uh, meeting uh, by numerous parties who who all turned around and said that the reputation that we have as a club has gone beyond where it should be because actually what happened in the late 70s, early 80s isn't what we are now as a club and the idea is to, to try and build this reputation. So do like you say, if there's a ground that holds three, four thousand away fans, then we should have three or four thousand tickets. There shouldn't be this, oh, we don't want to put people into the bottom tier. So the example that was given was Millwall, right? Where we, mm. reputation is always there between the two clubs. But whenever we play, we only get the top tier. We never have the bottom. But mm. actually, there's these fans that still stay away from each other. So why doesn't this happen? And it's something the club are working with the police about it's something the clubs are working with the other clubs are about as well to say actually do you know as we embed this and we get more supporters groups and more people coming together this is what we want the future to be and this is how we want it to look their view is we continue we build and over time we will go from having those 2,000 seats to 3,000 seats to 4,000 seats and keep that going but they raised the valid point as well, which is that's got to be the same at home. You know, so we've got this, still got this reputation of people not wanting to come to St Andrews because they think there's going to be trouble. Yeah. Actually, mm. it's, it's totally true. the opposite. You know, we had a sold a sold out area against Sunderland. Were the skirmishes? Yeah, there might have been a couple mm. outside. That was because we had people from both sets of fans just being silly because they'd had a few too many beverages beforehand mm. so that can all stop but we as fans are the only people that can turn that around and yep. the more we do what we do at the moment the more we do the likes of Leicester you know we go there's no hassle then we know next time around if we play Leicester we're going to get the same amount of tickets um, when we go to places like Preston where we can have the whole end we can do that and we can fill it and it's the same with everything but the other thing to factor in, 20 is plenty. We mentioned mm -hmm. it for home fans. Mm -hmm. That should be the same for away fans. You know, yeah. the, the league needs to look at the pricing structure, not just the clubs. Le at least 25 quid, because, yeah. I mean, Dave, I'm, like it's about 30 quid a game on average at the moment, isn't it? You mm -hmm. know, we're, we're paying more and more and more. And, 
you know, trying to get, you, you've got to take into account getting down there and everything else yeah. and food and everything else. So, and I think the problem is this season is a lot of games that we would have probably had an end and filled have been midweek as well. Mm-hmm. So like the Cardiffs and the Prestons, they've been midweek. So hopefully at some point, hopefully it will change. I mean, I've got to admit, I do like it two and a half thousand. Dave, what do you think? I think the atmosphere can sometimes be really good when there's the core. But the more people that go, the more, you know, the more the merrier. Let's get people down there supporting the club. But Mm. obviously it's got to keep the atmosphere, the Mm. good atmosphere, because sometimes when it's smaller, you get the pure atmosphere. Then when it gets bigger, but Leicester's atmosphere was Mm. brilliant when we took Mm. the amount of people we did. So last few minutes then... Hey Paul, just going, sorry, just going back onto the uh, the team a second. I wanted to ask a question to you guys as well. Like we we talk, I talked about Pritchard being back. Um, hopefully, in training this this week. Um, certainly, when he gets back, I'd like to see um, someone like Dukey start there and play like a two up top with Dukey and Stansfield because I think Pritchard's main thing is his you know his delivery of the ball. What's your thoughts on on that as, as you guys as having like going back to like a basic four four two? I'd love that, Mark. To be honest, well, like it's, um, mind you, I've seen us win the cup not playing four four two, but in general, like over the years going for me, we've always played four four two when we've done decent. I mean, the last time was Gary Monk, wasn't it? Yeah, that season. Say Duke and Shay. Who would you drop though? That's the thing <clears> at the moment. Who are you going to drop to go four four two? You'd have to sacrifice one of the midfielders for Pritchard, wouldn't you? Either mm. Dizal or or Pike. Um, then you've, you've got, got your JJ two. there, and you've got you got JJ as well. Yeah, tough one, isn't it? Mm. Mm. I, I think Pritchard would be a big player for us. I think. Yeah. Having playing mm. wingers and having Djokovic up front, and and then having Stansfield playing off him could end up like it was when Chay was at the club, because that was part of their key was the fact that they knew how to play off each other. So you always had Djokovic winning a ball, Chay running in behind. There is no reason Stansfield couldn't do that as well. So I like four four two. Yeah, I do. It would mm. be very, very tough though to change some of the players we've got in the team at the moment, and I think it would be, it could be a huge bonus if it paid off, but it could be a huge, huge gamble on the. Didn't side. we have James uh, Beatty as coach as well for four two? So I, I gem- the, the one position I would strengthen in the summer is a striker coach. That's what I've been saying that on it for years. But we we need a striker coach because I think we're okay at everything else. But getting the ball in the net with the amount of chances that we have, and even just you know just having an out and out goal score, you need a striker coach in the club. Yeah, you need a striker to be able to do it. You know, you've got Ashley Cole as a defender, fine. You know, you've got Shuttleworth and you've got Venus and Mowbray. They're mm. all quite defensive. Yeah. We need somebody who actually has played at the top of the pitch, can work with the, the people we've got. Yeah, yeah, That'd yeah. That'd be yeah. mine mm-hmm. on signing. Yeah, yeah, summer. absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. But um, predictions for Saturday? Predictions, yeah. Chris, go on, you go first. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go 1-0 Blues. Hope you're right. I'm going to go 1-1. I think I'll be a get a good point. Yeah. I'll take a point. 2-2. Two, two. Desmond. Isn't, exper- <laughs> isn't experiments everybody all, all at once... Predictions. I'm on the lines of the two-one as well. I can't yeah. see us keeping a clean sheet, but I do think we've got enough to to, to beat them. Um, be on the be on the positive side. We're going to go in. Got some people saying one-two at home. Mm. Mm. I think Mike's just swearing at us, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> they were good when we played them. I'm not going to look like yeah. they were probably they were up there with Leicester. I've yeah. got to admit, I'm going to go brilliant when we played them at their place. Yeah, I'm going to go two-one Blues. 
optimistic. I'll go in there, don't I? What are the what are the odds on Shea scoring? I don't, I don't think he's played for a while, has he? He's injured. No, that's not. Yeah, good. I did play. He came. Oh, he's oh, there you go then. <laughs> Shows how much I watch him. <laughs> Jay Adams with a goal in the last minute. Wasn't oh it? yeah, it's written in the stars, isn't it? That's why I said two-one. Then he's going to score. Alan. Two-nil. Two-nil Blues. With Dewar, with Dewar, a clean sheet. I've been saying this for about, since August. We're going to watch so we, don't lose, we don't lose with a clean sheet. Have you noticed that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't happen often, though, does it, Alan? Come on. Mark, what do you reckon? Uh, I'm going with Robe, 1-1. One, one. Cheers, Mark. I might write this down. So, you two have agreed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i going so that is the end. That is the end. We've been the Tilton Talk Show, and it's good night from me, Paul Hipkiss, and it's good night from Craig Courtney. Uh, it's good night from me, and I should have done this earlier on, but it is Oberfemi Day tomorrow. It's also my youngest daughter's 12th birthday tomorrow, so happy birthday happy tomorrow. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, Liz. Liz. And it's a good night from me, and a good night to Claire Giblin. It's good night from me, good night from the robe himself. Good night from me and good night from Alan. And good night from. <laughs> it's not sunny Sussex today, mate. Bloody awful. But good night and God bless you all. Don't forget Mark. And good night from Mark Meredith in America. Always forget that Thank one. Thank you. It's definitely, it's definitely a sunny Texas. Looks <laughs> <laughs> it. Looks like a sunny St. Andrews from what I can oh, see. Yeah. And good night from the main man, Chris Brown. And good night from me. Good night. Keep right on. Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.